Before we get into today's episode of the pod, you guys have to subscribe because I'm looking at you and you're not subscribed to the channel yet and you have to hit the notification bell because you're not going to know when I post if you don't have notifications when I post. Make sure to like the video, you guys, so I know you guys are enjoying these episodes. Make sure to follow my social medias. I will pop them on the screen so you can stay up to date with everything to do with this podcast. And then don't forget to check out the Spotify version. The link will be in the description for that as well. Finally, I am a sports writer, so make sure to check out the take.sport.blog so you can read the best sports articles ever. You will not regret clicking that link. So make sure to click that link below. But let's go ahead and get into the today's pod, you guys. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Take Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jackson Burleson, of course. And in today's episode, I got Potomac Patriots forward, um, now Canisius College forward, uh, Jackson Ryan hopping on the podcast. Appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Um, so how was this last season uh, in Potomac? Uh, you guys played pretty well, honestly. You guys finished second in your division. Um, so how was that whole experience, you know, getting to run it back uh, in Potomac and since you've been there before? So how was that? Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, we had so many kids from so many different countries. It was awesome walking in the locker room every day. You hear a yeah. bunch of different languages being spoke and everything. But uh, we came together as a group. And uh, I grew up watching the Patriots when I was a little kid. And they okay. were always brutal, pretty bad. But um, it was cool to be, like, one of the players that helped turn it around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, battle. And just, like, having so many friends from so many different countries is so cool now. We're all, like, brothers. It was really fun. Really fun. That's cool. So was yeah. the, like, meeting, like, everyone from, like, a bunch of different countries, like, probably the most fun part for you? Yeah. So for, for, for me, I was supposed to play on a different team this past season. But I, I okay. actually quit. And I wasn't supposed to play hockey at all. And I was just oh, driving wow. home. Yeah, I was I played in Cape Cod, Massachusetts and uh okay. I was driving yeah, I was driving home and uh my dad gave, uh gave me a call and he was like, "Hey, the manager of the team wants to sign you again, see if you want to play." And I was like, "Why not? I'll just go skate with them tomorrow." Drove 11 hours, hopped on the ice. I met yep. Max. He was the first guy I met. Oh, and, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh I skated with them and I saw how good they were and I uh knew the coach too and he was like, "You want to join us?" And I was like, "Absolutely. You guys are really good." So, just joined them like I would say three, four weeks late right after their <laughs> that's training awesome. Camp. Yeah. <laughs> Good for me. I missed the training camp. Didn't have to do all the hard work, but, uh, did it like uh, yeah, affect it really you fun. like transitioning like late or like, was that not yeah. a big issue? Like coming into the season late, that wasn't like a big deal for you. Not really. I mean, I knew like I grew up at that rank, so I kind of knew everybody already had some friends yeah. on the team uh, already and knew some guys. So they kind of just welcomed me in with open arms. Like I was there from day one and it was great. I'm like lifelong friends on that team. It was awesome. Yeah. I saw you were like at a different uh, team. It was called like Seahawk hockey or something like that beforehand. Yeah. I was a Seahawks hockey club in a different league, the same like tier t- tier three still, but uh, it's just a different league played up there. Didn't like it too much. Uh, kind of like a bad situation for me with the people I was surrounding myself with. Came home. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Where's that club? Uh, where's that club located at? Is it like the Cape same Cod. area? Oh, Cape, Cape Cod. Cod. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's that like, awesome. that's cool though. Cause you're like traveling around kind of like seeing like, you know, different perspectives on hockey. What was oh, the yeah. league called? Uh, that you EHL. 
Eastern Hockey League, the EHL. What were the main differences between that league and the USPHL, if you had to say? <laughs> the USPHL is kind of like a war zone compared to the EHL. There's yeah. a lot of fighting, a lot more of like dirty plays going on, but uh, <laughs> I, I love that. I, I, yeah, I you sent me a fight. Though. I was like, ooh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's funny, too. That kid uh, that I was fighting, he played like mites with me when I was like five years old, and our families know each other. Oh, and, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, his mom wasn't too happy about the fight. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Is it, but, like, yeah. different, like, fighting someone that you know? Like, is it just no, kind of like... not at all. <laughs> I mean, the, it, there's kind of, like, an unwritten rule in hockey. Like, if one guy's fighting another dude and then somebody else comes in and just starts, like, going two-on-one on one of your guys, like, that's just a big no-no. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I yeah. Tore, I tore my labrum, like, the first game I played with them. So my shoulder would pop in and out all Ooh. season. I Yeah, I told my coach I needed surgery. I played the whole year without getting surgery. I would pop my shoulder back in whenever it came out. So basically, <laughs> my job was to fight. And uh, that's insane. Make, yeah, make room, make room for the guys like Max who scored the goals. And uh, yeah, so like that video. That's essentially what I did all season. But so you were like a? Are you it, a it, defensive it guy or? Because it said you're a forward, but are you like on defense? Yeah. So, so last year I was kind of like a like a defensive forward. I was like the third defenseman almost. But, okay. uh, yeah, I usually like playing like kind of like a power forward. I like hitting and like creating offense that way. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, last season I just won face offs and just hit everything basically. <laughs> so, yeah. Anything that's in the way. <laughs> Anything that has the puck that has a different color jersey, I'm, I'm nailing them. So, did your shoulder like being like popping out in a place like did that kind of affect the way you like hit people against the boards a little bit? Like sometimes? Oh, uh, yeah. I would favor my left shoulder because it's my right one that's, uh, I just got surgery like, less than a week ago but um oh wow. yeah i would go yeah i got i would go in and hit guys like favoring my left shoulder and like it, around the division guys kind of knew that like my shoulder was messed up like halfway yeah. through the season so like they would like want to fight me more and, like, <laughs> I don't know. they would just like, target the shoulder automatically yeah they, and i was always a guy that was stirring the pot it was just it, it was fun it was fun i love doing that kind of stuff but uh, are you yeah, like a trash was, talker like you kind of start out with talking some trash and then you kind of work your up from there yeah i mean Max would get me going on the bench. I wouldn't like I, I didn't play a lot this year on the ice. I didn't get a lot of ice time because my shoulder. I wasn't I wasn't able to do a lot. So like our coach would look at me and he would just be like, "Yo, trash talk that guy." And I'm on the bench <laughs> and I'll just start terping him. And then, how do you uh, like that role? Like, is that just something you always have been doing since you started playing hockey, or is that kind of new for you? Uh, it was new for me because like I would always try to like I would I was always try to like use my skill during the game and everything. But uh, yeah, uh, my older brother played hockey and he was a big fighter. And he would love stirring the pot. He was a defenseman. So I grew up watching him. He he gave me a bunch of tips on fighting. And I have a, a uh, do you know what a billet is, right? How Max lived with the family here? Um. Yeah, yeah. I think he kind of mentioned it to me a little bit. Yeah. So when I was little, we had a billet that played on the Potomac Patriots junior team like I did. But I was like 14. And he's like an older brother to me now. And he's actually a ref for uh, the pro hockey leagues, like AHL. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he's, like, giving me tips on fighting, too, and everything throughout the season, anything that would help me. And it helped out a lot, but, yeah. <laughs> what were some of the tips that he uh, gave you on fighting? Like, tuck your head and just don't stop throwing them until, like, the other <laughs> guy's down, basically. Just protect your chin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the key. Yeah, you don't want to be – have you, like, lo like, have you lost a fight before, like, in on the ice? Yeah, I'm I'm five ten, like two two fifteen. Like I'm a big I'm I'm stocky, but I'm not like big, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, I'll go against kids that were like two thirty, six four, and those kids were huge. 
it's a tough fight but how do you I, feel I after losing a fight are you just like dang like i almost had him or i mean n- not really like regardless you got your uh boys on the bench like banging their sticks getting hyped so like you look over yeah. at them and like you got the lower team too like the elite team all the other kids on the team that know you like they're watching the stands going berserk it's awesome like regardless win or lose it's fun so is your plan to kind of bring that you know hard-nosed blue-collared like kind of thing to where you're going next year because they were in the tournament and yeah, played Minnesota, yeah. so that's kind of a big jump oh i'm playing the club team there yeah oh you're playing the club team yeah i'm playing club i didn't really okay. have much offers with this year with my shoulder and everything but i still had another year to play juniors but uh i just decided to go to college because it was, it was my plan originally i wasn't even supposed to play this year so i'm ready so to get what colleges college. were you looking at besides canisius was there any other school kind of involved or no uh, not really. I wasn't even reaching out to colleges. I was just planning on going to, uh, my assistant coach is actually a assistant coach with uh, another college team that's local, George Mason. And okay. they have a pretty good, uh, club team. And I got some friends there. That was like the only other option I had, but I kind of wanted to get away from home, live somewhere else, get like a full college experience, like living with my, uh, team. I'm going to be living in Pocky house with all my yeah. teammates this year. That's going to be fun. But yeah, that's what I just wanted to get out, and, you know, just go to Buffalo, New York. Sounds like fun. So. Yeah, it's cold up there. It's gonna be cold, but I'm excited for some Bills games. So. You're from you're from Tucson, Arizona. Is that right? Yeah, I was born in Tucson, and then I moved all over the place for my dad's job. But yeah, how was that? How'd you get into hockey, being in Tucson, Arizona? Because there's not like much hockey yeah, going on. Not, down there. not much hockey there. So my dad was in the DEA, and uh, he moved around for his job. And uh, we, uh, I was born in Arizona, so my dad was a big hockey uh, player growing up. He was actually goalie. And he played okay. in the OH. He played in the OHL, uh, okay. major junior before it was major junior. My dad's kind of old, but uh, <laughs> he uh, he was really good at hockey. And he put my brother on skates, and then I always followed what my older brother did. So it was inevitable that I was going to be able to play hockey. Yeah. And uh, then we moved to Malaysia, and um, overseas, and there was no oh, hockey there. Yeah, no wow. hockey. I think my dad told me the only hockey there was like at 11 p.m. on school nights. So that was like a no-go for me and my brother. How long did you live in Malaysia? Uh, Three and a half years. Yeah. So you didn't play hockey at all when you were over there? No, not at all. I mean, I would like play like street hockey in like the lobby. Yeah. I would have like little mini sticks, but like I would watch hockey. But I was just, I I don't know. It was just being a little kid, just messing around. How was it over there? That's completely different from here. It was crazy. My brother uh, went to this uh, private school and uh, they had like underground tunnels under the school for like homeless people lived under there. What? And everything. Yeah, it was crazy. Jeez. But I was I was like I think five when we moved over there. Oh, man. Like yeah. It, so it you was moved definitely back to the States when you were like eight years old. You said you were like, there yeah, I moved, years. I moved, yeah, right around there. I moved back and uh, moved back to the Virginia area. And then that's when I really started playing hockey. And uh, yeah, and then I just went to the uh, Potomac Patriots like youth program and then worked my way up. And then I left to go play AAA and everything. But yeah. Dang, that's quite a, you're traveling everywhere. So you're kind of, <laughs> yeah. you're kind of used to it by now, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun. Hockey's have you, have you like been, what's like one place you haven't been to play hockey yet that you've always wanted to go? I was supposed to uh, go to Sweden two summers ago to play for like this uh, little USA team and play a bunch of Sweden uh, teams, okay. uh, Swedish teams and everything. But uh, COVID happened, so I didn't get to go. So I'm really wishing I can go to Sweden soon. Go see Max and the some of the some of the. Yeah, guys. that's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swedish hockey is that's a pretty big deal. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
it's, I didn't really it's, know too much about it until I kind of met Max and everything. He kind of told me. And I was like, yeah, it's really different over there. It's like a total different type of hockey. They they play on a different size ice. Like yeah, ice their their rink is like a little bit wider than it's wider here. and longer. Yeah. 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 I can't. I don't know the exact like dimension differences, but like. I don't either. <laughs> I just know it's like easier to skate like on the outside since you have more room to kind of work with. Yeah, you have way more time to like make decisions and like you have more time with the puck. So like on the NHL size rank, like what North America plays, yeah. there's a lot more physicality because it's smaller. But in Sweden and like Europe, like they all play on the same sheet. So like Max would come over and we had this other kid, Jake, and a goalie that's friends with Max. I don't know if you know him. His name's Elias. Um but they were all telling me that it's like it's all skill over there. Like there's not much physicality. But when they came on the NHL rink, I can tell you for uh, for a fact that those guys adjusted to the physicality quite well. Max would get into it a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I was gonna I was gonna mention something. It looks like you got like so, like your teeth. Is that from a fight? Uh, no. This I actually it's not even related to hockey. I just didn't have an adult tooth growing in, so I had like a baby tooth, and then oh. actually. Yeah, a little bit of hockey. I was playing uh, U16s, and uh, I got, like, cross-checked in pra practice, and I, like, Oof. hit my face on the post, and it just came out. And oh, I've just man. been rocking this look ever since, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it fits the <laughs> hockey, you know? Yeah, it fits. It fits Fits the description, for sure. I mean, if but, you're going to be getting in fights anyways, you might as well get used to – you may yeah. have a couple other teeth knocked out if you're going to be yeah. doing I looked the part, so. So you're going to well. continue to do that in college? Are you just going to keep doing so, that? In college, it's kind of weird. So, like, juniors, it's like you can wear a half shield, the visors, but uh, in college, you can't. So, you got to wear a full face shield. So, it's like uh -huh. there's no fighting, but, like, it's hockey. Like, there's going to be fights. But I yeah. still plan on doing everything I do except for, like, fighting, like, playing the same exact way, getting in people's heads. Like, it's just I like to do it. It's, like, what I do. But, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. You've done that as long as you've been playing the game. Like, that yeah, was – I mean – I've always been the kid that loves to hit. Like, I just love hitting people. It's just like knocking somebody over. It's just as good as like, I don't know, getting an assist to me. Not, not really, yeah. but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. fun. Just knocking people over. And I've always been the kid that's like not afraid to go into like hit people, like hit somebody bigger than me and not afraid to fall down. But yeah, I love it. I mean, What's the key awesome. to like hitting somebody like clean and just absolutely just rocking them on the boards? I mean, for me, it helps with my weight a little bit, but uh, I mean... For Max, I would always see him get super low. Like for guys like that, like going in to hit a bigger guy, just get super low and they just like explode up when you hit them. And uh helps when they're not looking too. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just kind of give them a little blindside. Yeah, you hit them when they're not looking, when they got the puck, get their head down, just catch them. But yeah. So like when you're like hitting a guy, like you're still trying to get the puck. So like what yeah. are you kind of doing like in the midst of like, you know, trying to like get the puck? Cause like you got like probably three or four guys kind of standing over it trying to. Oh yeah, for sure. So like when you're going into hit, like you're supposed to like poke check him with your stick, like at his, at the puck, wherever the puck is on his stick, try to separate it. And then you're supposed to hit him. But like, you can just go in and just nail a guy if you want to, if he has the puck, but that's the way to get the puck really. Like guys are so strong, so strong in their sticks now. So many kids, like there's so much good training out there that like, yeah. it's hard to like take a puck off some guy's stick. So you got to be real physical with them. So just like going into hit, that should be your first priority. I mean, to get there's the like a lot out. of guys that are really good at like keeping the puck, like in control, like on the board. Oh, yeah. And that's puck like protection. super, yeah. 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 That's super cool. Cause I always watch like Sidney Crosby do it and he's got oh, like he... a bunch of guys trying to get the puck. I'm just like, yeah. that guy's insane. 
He's ridiculous at it. I, I, there's so many guys, like all the kids that came over from Europe. I was one of three Americans on the team, but um, like all the other kids, like they have so much skating ability and skill, like just using their body, protecting it. Like in practice, it was absolute. Uh, it was hell. Try what were the biggest like, things you picked up like throughout the season from just watching the guys from other countries since the game uh, just, is played so differently? Like, like like seeing their vision like seeing like how they think the game almost like it's completely different like they're like they do so many different things like for one instance like if you get the like you're on a two-on-one against one defenseman like instead of shooting it they'll like slow up and wait for something to like open up instead of just playing it out. it's just ridiculous like yeah they just see the ice so well you like, just see the just, iq of the oh game. yeah like they got eyes in the back of their head like max would like pass it backwards perfectly on somebody's tape not even looking and then like pass it to his like other Swedish buddy that uh Jake and then Jake would like dish it over to like our Swedish defenseman Gustav and then they would score. We had a power play and it was we called it the Swedish Mafia because it was just all the Swedish guys oh, man. Play, and they were just working it around. They had so much chemistry. It was it was fun to watch for sure. That's but, sick. Yeah. yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah. So like the chemistry as a team was that kind of like always something you guys had like at the beginning of the season or that kind of yeah. got better. Our- our team was kind of like in like we didn't we did not do anything with like without each other like I know uh, one of my uh, my best friend now his name's Tarsi, um he's from Canada he's a native and uh, he met me uh, um, this season he me and him hung out inseparable and me and him every Monday would take all the Swedish uh, teammates to IKEA and get Swedish meatballs <laughs> every Monday with them yeah so we took him to took him to IKEA like once a week for a good amount of time and uh, we would have poker nights every week we tried to set that up team parties and everything and it was awesome just like spending so much time on the bus rides like 10 hour bus yeah rides. that's fun yeah never quiet on the bus max was always talking jesus <laughs> he did not shut up on the bus i bet he would say the same about me but yeah yeah i mean it's good to have that like bonding you know off the ice because there's a lot of time where you're not on the ice you're not always just oh, yeah. playing hockey like you got to have the day-to-day stuff oh yeah Max was telling me about like him, like living in the house and stuff with like guys, like how, how was that experience kind of just always being around everyone? Cause there's no time away. Amazing. It was awesome. I mean, like they're all my best friends now. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to not talk to those guys. Like I think we're friends for life. Everybody on that team. Yeah. I don't think there's like one person on the team that I wouldn't hang out with. Like it was awesome though. Like we would do everything together. We'd get there at like eight 30 in the morning and we wouldn't leave until like one practice ended at 11 we would stay for like an extra two hours just like hanging out in the locker room with the team just having fun and everything but yeah it was super super fun so would you guys like watch film together like all the time for games yeah so we would get there 8 30 in the morning and then we had a meeting every day at 8 45 and that's when we would do video so we have like a player's lounge with like our couches and everything and it's connected to our coach's office we got like three like 80 inch tvs our coach oh, would hook wow. up his yeah it was it was legit and uh our coach would hook up his uh tablet and he would like walk through everything like everything we needed to do during practice what we're working on very well planned throughout the whole thing and uh it's crazy how like everything changed there like they went from being like losing records all the time and like just so much commitment through like the owners and the coaches and like the players too Everybody just putting in all the work. It really made the difference. But yeah, we would do video every single day we had practice. And if we didn't do video, then we would just have like an optional practice. Like or like walk, do, like walkthroughs. Yeah, like walkthroughs like type thing. Yeah, if we weren't doing video, then it wasn't that big of a deal to like not show up to practice. You know what I mean? Like our coach would give us the option. Yeah. yeah. 
But so like it, usually it, like during the season, like how many days off would you get like in between games, like on average? Uh, so we only played weekend games and it was a little different from the league I played in uh, the prior year to this year. And um, we would the league I used to play and we would play on like Wednesdays and Thursdays and Tuesdays. But this uh, this league, we only play on weekends. So we would leave like Friday on the bus to, if we had an away game, get there Friday night, sleep, play Saturday, Sunday. But uh, we would have Mondays off. We would only usually have like one or two days off during the week, depending on who we're playing, how big of a game is, all that. But one to two days, and then we would occasionally get the off weekend, which was always good. But yeah. So would you Our guys coaches... have like the ice baths, like in the oh, yeah. the plunges and everything after the games? Oh, yeah. I actually got <laughs> mad at Max. I got mad at Max this season because he brought the ice bath. We had like a little uh, a little training room around yeah. the corner of the rink, and it had like our washer and dryer for all of our like under like our Under Armour stuff our jocks and everything. So we had somebody on our team wash that every week. And then we had an ice bath in there and we had all of our jerseys in there. And then they were hanging up some, uh, like some flags in the rink and they had like a lift in our, like in our like training room. And the max was like getting mad that he couldn't use the ice bath and it was all blocked off. (laughs) So he got like two of his, he got like two rookies and he was like rookie mission, go carry this into our bathroom. And he put it in our shower and it took up so much room in our shower. And I was getting mad at max. I was like, man, you got to move this. I was getting upset. I was like, this is like, I don't use the ice bath. I, I should have, but he, all the Swedes did. And I was like, Max, you got to move this. And he would talk to me. Like, JR, I'm not moving it. And he's like, we need it. We need it. <laughs> yeah. Our whole team was big on the recovery thing. Took really good care of uh, their bodies, especially the Swedes. It was really impressive to see how, like, how serious they took it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's cool to see. Cause now you can just apply that to you, you know, after oh, the games. Yeah. Cause you probably didn't know of like, there's probably, there's so many ways to recover your body after a game. Like oh, every yeah. single sport is different. Like they, yeah, it's it's super cool to see how it's kind of grown because it's just how technology is kind of going. It's more oh, it's crazy advanced, yeah. like just recovery. It's just super cool to kind of see. I think everybody on our team had like a Theragun. If and if you didn't have a Theragun, somebody would let you use it. Everybody had like there's like three kids on our team that had those like leg airbags, like the compression. Those things, those things are awesome. Max had that. I would go over to his house like once a week to use it and just hang out and play Xbox with him for like three hours. Me and him. Would yeah, you just sit, sit in a ginormous chair yeah. and like. Me and, it's yeah. so cool. Me and Max would be sitting <laughs> on the ground in his room, straight legged, just like going like playing like xbox or whatever but yeah great group of guys it was it had so much fun yeah because that compression stuff it actually really does help oh yeah it does help especially like me i'm a big heavy kid so like just getting yeah. down on feeling my legs just great makes me feel kind of like just makes your better. legs feel a little lighter just a little yeah, just like you're that one step just one step quicker you know what i mean yeah, yeah. exactly and you need every advantage you can get you know after games because it's a long season For sure. oh yeah and like our games, like the schedule would be like every weekend, like we would play Saturday. If we were on a away game, it would be like a seven o'clock game at night. And then we would sleep in the hotel. And then our game in the morning would be at like 11. We got to wake up at like eight, be there at nine at the rink. So like quick turnaround at night, everybody's using their Theraguns, like yeah. <laughs> anything that anybody's got, like just putting everything on them, just getting all fixed up for tomorrow's game but yeah yeah because those thera guns you can literally take them anywhere i mean they're oh, bad yeah. they, hard, but... they work wonders too yeah yeah it helps you just need 10 minutes and then you're you're good yeah. to go yeah just yeah just put 10 minutes while you're sitting in the hotel room with all your teammates just talking having fun just doesn't even feel like you're doing recovery you know what i mean like sometimes it feels like it's a chore but everybody did it together like everybody like would go to like somebody's room that had like the nice one. And then we would all like take turns using it, just sitting and talking, just, like, <laughs> passing around in a circle. Didn't even feel like, like, like a chore to do recovery, but it was super fun. Yeah. 
So like, how are the, uh, how are the coaches throughout the year kind of just Did keeping you? you guys leveled and keeping oh, your yeah. heads up when you guys lost? Cause I'm sure you guys had a few tough losses throughout the year that for sure, you better, yeah. of course, but like, how did the coaches kind of keep you guys, you know, positive? Yeah. So our head coach, his name's Josh Gratton, and he was uh, in the NHL and played overseas and everything and made a living playing hockey. And he's like a really good role model and everything. And uh, he was a fighter in the NHL too. And he like oh. knows what hard work's like worth. And he would push us every single practice to be better than what we thought we were regardless. And our assistant coach, the guy that I told you that would do the tablet, he's a little younger and he's like more like, I would say like, one of the coaches that like you can go into and like talk to like almost like not like he's the head coach, but like, you know what I mean? Like just, yeah. Like he's like, he's got knowledge and you can get information. Yeah, from him. yeah. yeah exactly. And uh, they were like, regardless, like we had coach Gratton, our head coach and he off the ice, he was just as like nice to talk to. Like you can go in and just like, like sit down and have a conversation with them for yeah. 30 minutes and it would feel like five minutes and both coaches were the same. But like when we got on the ice, it was time to work and everybody understood that, but yeah, they pushed us and the way they like, talk to us after like big losses they would just be like we know we're better than this like we're gonna check it out on video everybody just keep their head 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 on straight forget about it and then next day we would be in the office watching video fix all of our problems and then for i would say 99 percent of the time the next game like whatever we did to fix the problem it would be fixed so great coaching and they would motivate us for sure yeah so how did coach want you guys playing on the ice like what Our was coach, kind of his objective each so, game yeah, so we, he is Canadian, our head coach. So we had so many, like, I would say foreigners, like so many kids from Europe. Um, They all play, like, skilled type of hockey, fast-paced. So we try to, like, do that. But we also had some kids that could throw, like, bodies around. So it's, like, we have four forward lines. Like, the top three forward lines would just be all speed. And then, like, the fourth line, which I was on, it's just, like, all bodies, creating space, just creating energy for all the guys out there. But it was like a good mix of both, just like playing a high speed skilled game while also being like hard nosed and just getting in there and just like a hockey term, like mucking it up. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. getting in there and all that, just being dirty and like what I do, just like pissing people off, throwing yeah. penalties and all that. But yeah. yeah. Were there like, who was like the toughest team you played this year that kind of gave oh. you guys a lot of trouble? Uh, I mean, it, it's easy to say the Richmond Generals, they're our biggest rival and we lost them in playoffs, but. I would say the Charlotte Rush too, like neck and neck. They they're always good, and they're I don't like them. I got a big <laughs> rivalry with them. I do not like the Rush. But um, what would they do so, that would give you guys the most like problems? They're, they're, so there would be kids that would like play in higher leagues, and they would get cut from their team, and then they would automatically go to the Charlotte Rush. So these kids were like not tier three junior hockey players. They were like way better than what they should like should be playing were they but like they just, pro level or almost no, so like there, so there's like three tiers to junior hockey it's tier three tier two tier one and there's different leagues that associate with it so there's a league called the northern north american hockey league the null as like hockey players call it and the null is like very fast paced kids all over the place go, yeah go playing the null and kids would get cut and then they would go on a charlotte rush and it's basically like we're playing a tier two team every game but uh it's like good on them for the recruiting, but yeah, they would give us a good match every time. Those games were very, very passionate games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say about that. I, I hate it. I definitely hate a couple kids on their team, but so yeah. they were, it was personal when you got chippy with them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, I explained it to the guys. Like I played on uh, Potomac like uh, the year before I played in Cape Cod 
And uh, they were there like, you know, like, boys, we're about to play the rush. Like, you guys better be focused <laughs> and everything. And and everybody was looking at me like, yeah, we will. We will. And then we yeah. played the game. And they're like, okay, I know what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, now, now it's here. <laughs> yeah, now it's here. Yeah. But yeah, those games were like against Richmond and uh, and against the rush. Those games were like, it was like playoff type hockey. How were the crowds there? Oh, wow. Like at the rush, when we go to play the rush, they have the ridiculous light show. They score. Um, the lights would go off everything would turn red and they would play like a goal song and all the fans like they're in like north carolina so like their fans don't know much about hockey everybody's kind of getting tipsy there and like their fans are real yeah. it was a fun it was definitely a fun environment to play but like how many people one, would normally be like in the in their the ranks so their ranks really small but they had like an overhead balcony so where all the fans could watch the game and some stands in the front i think they would get like three to four hundred people packed in that one little rank like, oh, that's not it bad. Doesn't, it doesn't sound like a lot, but like for that rank and how small it was, it sounded like there was a thousand people in it just because how small <laughs> it was and how loud it was. It was, it was, it's really fun to play there. But yeah, same with. But the how general. was it like into pl- into the playoffs? Like, because you guys were in the playoffs, how was how was that for you guys? So in the playoffs, we played at the rush rink, but we didn't play them in the first round. We were playing the generals, and the generals fans they had like people come down from Richmond, like just fans to watch the game. And like brought like I don't want to say like they brought a bus down, but they like found out a way to get people down there to support them. <laughs> and we had also we had Rush fans like watching the game against me and the like Potomac Rush Generals. And the Rush fans hate the Generals and the Patriots. So like we got a third party just chirping both teams from the stands while like our fans are chirping the General fans. It was it was chaotic, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other I mean, that's hockey team, for you right there. Yeah, that's that's hockey right there. But the rush team, like the other team that like we hate, they have like a blow horn and they're like above their locker room and they're like blowing, like talking in the loudspeaker, like chirping kids mid play, and like, <laughs> like their team isn't even playing. Like I walked out of the locker room and I had like no socks on. I was just in my jock and my undershirt, getting ready to get dressed, and I just like went to go peep at like the score of the game before us. And uh the kids like right above me with the blow horn, he's like 97, don't let the dogs out, and he's like just chirping everybody. <laughs> And, like, I got to admit, it's pretty funny. And, like, they would be, like, giving it to fans, too. And it's, like, those kids, like, they, those kids got some uh, kahunas on them for sure. What's but, the like, what's the key to, like, chirping on the ice? To like, what's the easiest <laughs> way? What's the easiest way to get into somebody's head? Like, just that works for almost everybody. I, I feel like the easiest way to do it is some guy's real mad at you. Just look at him and smile. And just, like, just laugh at him. <laughs> just, like. Some guys are all mad at you. You just like look at them and smile and just be like, "Are you okay?" Like, relax, <laughs> man. Like, yeah, all this, yeah, just like that. But other chirps, not probably got to keep it PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, we we probably know those ones or have an yeah, idea. <laughs> yeah, basically just calling a guy ugly. You know, he's like his like, like <laughs> somebody's in the stands watching them. Just like chirp them, say that like they're there for you instead of him. All that kind of stuff. But yeah, like, have you ever had like somebody like? give you like a good chirp and you were like that was like a oh, good chirp oh my god yeah so everybody i remember the first year the uh, the charlotte rush they came up with a nickname for me they called me porky because i was a short and stocky <laughs> kid they would just like oink at me on the bench like a pig and it was so oh, funny because like i grew up yeah i grew up like i'm always a big kid and i've always been called yeah. fat in the ice never really got to me but like some kids would be like i've heard all the fat jokes ever like so all oh, the man. ones all the like I've heard them all. So like some kids be like, "Oh, Weight Watchers is having a deal." Like I've I've heard that a couple of times. <laughs> but I I don't remember, but this kid on uh on Richmond, he looked at me on a face off, and I was like lining up to take the draw against him. And I'm usually like really good on face offs, and uh, he just looks at me and said something about my weight or something, 
and it was so good. I just started laughing and I lost the draw <laughs> and completely forgot I was playing hockey. And I like, I like took a 20 second shift, got off and just like continued laughing. And then my coach looked at me, he's like, what'd you, what'd he say to you? And then I told him and he started laughing too. And oh our, coach my God. Had a good, our coach, our coach had a good personality too. So <laughs> he wasn't afraid to chirp you either. And like, if you give it to the coach a little bit, like, you know, like lighthearted yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It was awesome. But I mean, sometimes just, it's just like, you can't take it personal. It's just like, yeah. it was a good <laughs> chirp, you know? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just trying to like get in everybody's heads. It's, it's awesome though. That's hilarious though. Yeah. I mean, it's always yeah. good to have fun while you're playing hockey. Cause like, that's yeah, the whole yeah. point is like, why be out there if you're not having fun? Well, hundred percent. One chirp I would always use is like, if I knew a kid, like I'm a, I love playing golf and my best friend, he was actually the captain of the team last year. He broke his collarbone. And uh, I, I don't know if hockey wasn't really the same for him, but he was always really good at golf and he's now he's a D one golfer. But, oh man. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. And he got into golf two years ago and it's crazy, but I take credit for that too. I'm the one that got him in. <laughs> Yeah, he's he, he's like my best friend. I grew up with him, and uh, uh, he told me like some guys that on other teams that played golf, and I would look at him. I was like, "What's your handicap?" And they would tell me, and I'll be like, "Yeah, you suck." And I'll tell him that I'm like, <laughs> handicap, and it would get them so mad. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, "What's your handicap?" He was like, "I'm a 12. I was like, "Yeah, I'm an eight, and I'm not an eight. I'm not an eight, but I would just lie. No, I, I'm terrible at golf. Oh, yeah, golf is so hard. But he was like, "Yeah, I'm a 12," and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm 11. You suck." And then it would be. It, just all hell breaks loose from there. But yeah. I always like don't. I always wonder like how Tiger Woods is still playing. Like oh, it's it, ridiculous. It's insane. Like just yeah. thinking about it. Like he's like been in like two car accidents. Almost had his life taken away. I was just like, oh yeah, he's still playing in the Masters. I'm just like, this is insane. Yeah, like even didn't he drop out from like the one of the rounds? Uh, yeah, because he couldn't like walk the course because his yeah, back like, was so injured. He couldn't walk the course. Yeah. People were like, Tiger's done. And I'm like, he could be, but like, he's like, he's old. He's like, he's like 40. Like, he's like, yeah, the fact 40s, that he's still like, swinging a club is ridiculous. Like, yeah. Like, he's had so many back surgeries. He's just like been oh, through it all. He's been through it all. He's, his body's probably half metal, like at this point. But yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, ridiculous. Yeah. He's like, a, yeah. he's a robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cyborg type thing. But yeah. Oh, man. Like, I think he's one of the top athletes ever, like ever. I think he's oh one hundred percent. I mean, oh, definitely the longevity that he brings is insane. Yeah, like I like I would say golf is like a longevity type sport. Like you can play on the tour for a long time. Yeah, you like can play the for way he's doing it. It's ridiculous. Like look at like Alex Ovechkin. Like he's been playing oh. hockey for so long. Oh, like, that guy's that guy. That guy that he's I don't even that guy's ridiculous. I've do you been, think Do you I think he will ever pass Wayne Gretzky all time? Yeah, I, I got a little tape for you here. So I think he'll break Gretzky's record, but I think Connor McDavid, the way he's like on pace in his career, I think Ovechkin will break it. And then Connor McDavid at the end of his career will break Ovechkin's record. Because Connor McDavid's gonna get 60 goals like a year on average now. Like he's changing hockey. He's yeah, Connor McDavid is oh man, he's so he's yeah. he's like the flash. Oh my god. My favorite thing to do on YouTube late at night is just laying in bed. I'll airplay a video of like NFL fans like reacting to Connor McDavid's top 10 highlights, and it's hilarious. It's like, crazy. It's just like the things he d- does on the ice, like at such a high speed, too. It's, it's like, un- it's, un- it's not human. It's not human. He just has like the basics so like perfected that it's just like everything else yeah. he does, it doesn't even matter. Like he's getting by you scoring. I think one of the, yeah, one of the most impressive things to me about Connor McDavid is like he was uh, early in his career, he was like doing the Connor McDavid special, as I call it, just wheeling by everybody full speed. And he gets like tripped up by a shooting and he like 
tore his knee open. I don't know what it, like what muscle could have been his ACL, MCL, but like he messed up his knee bad. It was almost a career engine ending like injury. And he didn't even get surgery. Like the guy just rehabbed it all summer without surgery. And now he's even better. Like, how do you not get (laughs) surgery after something like that? No, I don't, I don't get that. That's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Cause your knee, like if you tear like an ACL, MCL, like that affects your explosiveness so much. Like you need your explosiveness in hockey. Oh yeah. And like you, like my dad, he's, uh, my dad coached, uh, NHL player uh that's really he was really good should be in the hall of fame but he's not Jeremy Roenick I don't know if you heard of him. what team what team did he play for he's retired now but he played for the Flyers the Blackhawks Kings Coyotes definitely missing one but yeah he played what years did he play like was it from the 90s until 2010 oh he played for the Sharks too but uh he was he's definitely one of like top 10 American NHL players ever but uh my dad's been around him uh, like when he was in the career. My dad's like looking at all these guys and like they're all big and stocky the way yeah. the NHL used to be. And now we're going to like NHL games with my dad and we're like seeing these guys like during warmups, like and they're all skinny, like they're all like bean rods, like, but they're all so toned. It's ridiculous. Like just the way they all move now, like they're so much agile. It's ridiculous. So who are NHL guys that you watch the most? Uh, Definitely Alex Ovechkin, hometown team. I got to watch yeah. him. Uh. I like Jamie Ben, the captain of the Dallas Stars. I try to like mimic my. Oh yeah, him. yeah. I, try I to saw him play. Uh, I was at a Carolina Hurricanes game, and they were playing the Stars. Yeah, oh, he's, yeah. He's good. He's, he's tenacious. <laughs> that guy. That guy's. That guy's crazy. There's a clip of him just like there's like a fight going on. He's got like another guy just standing next to him. He just takes his stick, slashes it out of his guy's hand, and just starts punching him in the head. It's just like so funny. Just like no reason to do it, but it's just like. Mixing it up, just getting energy going. That's just like the way I kind of play. But yeah, that's I remember definitely- uh, Chara, the six seven uh, defenseman for the Bruins. Oh yeah, the Daniel oh, Chara, man. Big Z. Yeah. He was he was something else too. I loved watching the, him. The fact that he played in the NHL—that's ridiculous too. It must how, how hard it must be able to skate for him. How big he is. Was he the tallest guy to ever play in the NHL at six seven? Yeah, I think he was like six eight or something ridiculous. I I saw him in person. I went to a game. Uh, when I was like, I think 15, and I was with my buddies and uh, we were on the glass for warmups on the away side and they were playing Boston. And I was like, I would say like five, eight at the time. And I'm like standing two feet higher than like the ice level. And I'm like looking up at the dude. And I'm like, have to like, <laughs> straight up, like scary guy to play against if I ever had to. But, yeah, yeah. And the skates add like an extra two, three inches. So he's looks oh, even taller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the skates the skates add like three inches, and if you got like big blades, that's like another inch. So he's probably six, like no, like seven, seven two on skates. It's like ridiculous. I don't. Know. He might be like I don't know about seven two. He definitely might be six ten, six nine, maybe. I think they did like a study on him, and they like he said like if he had new steel, he was like seven foot on ice. That's like, crazy. Could you imagine going against that guy? Oh my I would God. just move. <laughs> I'll just I'll just chip the puck in and go for a change. Not not even worth it. Like, yeah, like yeah. you could probably skate under his legs. That's how tall he is. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> there's been like some crazy pictures of like guys in the NHL that's like five foot two going against the Dano Chara, who's like six eight in the corner. Those pictures are just priceless. It looks like a little kid. It's just hilarious. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So so for the Bruins, do you think they're gonna win this year? Do you think they'll win it? I think they got a good chance. I mean, it's hard to say like they won't. Like they're setting so many records this year and everything. Their team's just so stacked. I can't believe what happened last night though. That was really yeah. Good, the, so. the Panthers are making oh. it interesting. Yeah, Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, scored that goal. I try. Uh, he's one of my favorite players too. Kachuk. Both of both of those brothers. I love the way they play. But yeah, 
That's I love the Panthers. I went to a game oh, yeah. last year and they scored nine goals. Oh, I remember watching that game. That game yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have so many young guys on their team. They're just so fast. Yeah. yeah, they're just they're just fast and they just move the puck well. I just I like the way they play. Yeah. Even though they're they an got, eight seed still, I like the underdogs yeah, like, pretty good this year. The way they played against Boston last night, like they gave them a run for their money. Like I don't think they were supposed to win that game and they did, but they still played really no. well. Like really no, I think good. they were like in their like I think it's like the franchise, like team history, something like that. They haven't won an elimination game in the playoffs. Oh yeah, I, I don't think they have. I, yeah, I saw that stat on a, uh, I think TBS last night. I was watching the game, but yeah. Yeah, they were crazy. like zero and six in elimination games. Never won yeah. one. <laughs> it's good though that they're good because I know like the Panthers uh, in Sunrise, Florida, like they don't have that good of a fan base compared to Tampa. Like Tampa's just winning cups back to back. Oh, like, Tampa's insane. Oh yeah, like their their fans look like they're all from Minnesota. The way they love. Hockey. I was there for the Stanley Cup last year when they were playing the Avalanche. It was crazy. No way, that's sick. Kale McCarr is something, something else. He oh, is, my God. He's ridiculous. They're I, playing I the uh, Kraken right They're playing the Kraken right now, right? Oh, yeah. They're playing the Kraken. Uh, the Kraken. They're they're surprisingly so good, too. They're giving <laughs> the Avalanche a run for their money. I, I don't know. On the games, and I'm like, man, I, Avalanche are going to win in five. And it's like, what's happening? Series is like. Six-game series two. now. Yeah, it's like, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. The refing in the NHL and playoffs has been terrible. The refing has been. Yeah. Oh my. What's like, have you gotten into it? Like with a referee, like in a game before where you're just like, I know I would, I know I can't do anything about that, but like, come on. Like, you know, that was the wrong call. Oh, like on a call or just like like, into a ref. Yeah. Like you, have you ever gotten to like an argument where you're like, the ref was so wrong, but like you can't do anything because the call has been made. Oh my God. I will tell you a story right now. So we're playing Richmond in the first game in playoffs. And so in, our our level, we're supposed to have four refs, two refs with the orange stripes, which like make the penalty calls, yeah. and then two linesmen to call offsides and drop the puck. We had, I think, two linesmen and one ref, so we were already short sticked on that. And the ref, we sh- I think Mac shot it and it hit the back crossbar in the net and it came directly out. And the ref wasn't in position; he should have been behind the net, and the goal went in. And our team photographer has a picture of the puck in the net. And showed the ref after the game that he missed the goal call, and he was like, "There's nothing I can do about it." What our team was? Yeah, it was it. Hmm, Did that cost you guys that. the game? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that game would have been two th- one, uh, and it was two nothing, and then they scored right after that, made it three nothing, and it was just like, ooh, yeah, it's an uphill battle from there. But that was like a momentum goal, like that. Yeah, that's like a that's like a game. yeah, that changes the game right that there. That changes everything. Yeah, because momentum's everything. Oh, yeah. And hockey momentum is everything. I know it's big in other sports, but just like the way hockey is, I think it's like like momentum. Like it's it's like one of those things that you can't see, but you can feel, you know what I yeah. mean? It's just ridiculous. Like the way that like our hearts dropped after that, just like seeing the like we all saw it from the bench too. all the puck went in. I didn't call it. He was like, oh, no goal. Hit the crossbar. And we were like, man, <laughs> like it went in the net. And we had like a five minute conversation. Stop the game. That's about crazy. It. Yeah, our coach lost his marbles on that one. Like, oh man, yeah. I bet I would. I would have too. That's oh, so yeah. you have a picture of it in the goal, but the referee yeah. said he didn't see it, so they didn't count it. Couldn't call it. Yeah, the guy, uh, my dad actually, and uh, the his friend, who's a uh, really close friend, is the team photographer, and they both went up to the ref and they're like, the "Puck went in. Like, why weren't you in position?" And like, my dad has been around hockey all of his life. My dad played at a very high level, really good coach too. But like, 
my dad knew the guy who couldn't do anything about it, but like my dad was just so mad, wanted to show him that he missed the call. But that's yeah, nothing, that's crazy, especially yeah, if it's like, really do about it. especially yeah. if it's that like result altering. Like you gotta you gotta get that right. Yeah, and it's just like the same refs were refing five games a day. Like they, it was like the same like team of refs refing every game that day. So it was like I think our game was the third of the day, and I feel like they were kind of tired, just wanted to not be there. That's the worst. Yeah, they're like mentally like checked out, probably like. Oh my gosh, the game. It, it was ridiculous. So our elite team, the way the league works, they would always play like the lower team would play first, and uh, they would play early in the morning. So like if it was a Sunday game, they would play at like nine, be there at yeah. seven. And the refs would wake up early, ref that game, and then they would get like a 30-minute break. And then we would get on, and they're tired, and they don't want to be there. But it's like the – I'm not saying it's a more important game, but it's like the higher level. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, they would just get missed calls, and it would just be like – for both teams. Like, both teams would be complaining about it. It's not just like they were against us all year, but, like, just like them not wanting to be there and then, like, having the same refs every game. So, like, if I did something stupid and, like, I accidentally hit a kid from behind and it was a big penalty yeah. – and then we played them like two weeks later, we would have the same ref and he would be like watching over me and you would have like kind of have my number making sure I'm not doing anything. So you got to kind of play with that a little bit, but yeah, I mean the refs on and off every game, we would have one good ref, one bad ref. We would always like make sure we knew who the refs were before the game to like know yeah. what was like kind of going to going to happen. I feel like that's for every sport almost like, yeah, you, you know kind of got to know, like you kind of yeah, got to know pick, like how they call battles. Yeah. Pick and choose your battles. Some referees call games differently. Some they call more. Sometimes they don't call anything. They just kind of let play. There's yeah. There's been refs in our league where like there's this one guy who uh, would ref our games, and we have him like we would have him almost every Saturday at night at home, and he would let us play. Like he would let the like let us decide who's going to win the game. Like anybody could go for anybody's head, unless you like basically decapitated somebody. You're not going to get a penalty. And then we would have a different ref on Sunday, and he would call everything. And it was just, like, we can't go from, like, playing, like, we're literally in war to going play, like, by the rule book exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's just a totally different, like, kind of vibe during the game. But I think Do a lot of referees good. call, like, high stick checks, like, in your league? Oh, yeah. I could not tell you the amount of times I got sticked in the face. Uh, yeah. There's a thing in hockey, like, if you get hit high stick in the face, it's two minutes. But if you're bleeding, you get a double minor. So it's four minutes. So if oh, you get really? high sticked. Yeah, I remember uh, one of our teammates, he got high stick and he was on visor and he was down on the ice covering his face. I was like, man, are you okay? And he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm just trying to cut my lip. So it starts bleeding. So we get like an extra two minutes. What? Yeah. Yeah. So like if you get oh, high stick, like, you just, yeah, just kind of like cover your face and just like kind of rip your lip and just see if it bleeds. How would get you do lip. that? Though? How would you cut your lip? Like, well, like the fabric on your glove, it's like not very smooth at all. It's very rough. So you can just go like that real hard on your face and like try to cut yourself. Ooh. Yeah, but I mean, it's crazy stuff. I, I don't know if Max. I would want to do that though. I, I would rather just. <laughs> I remember uh, Max was on the bench with me, and uh, one of our buddies, uh, he's also Swedish, Jake, uh, one of our assistant captains. He got high stick and he was on the ice and he was like skating back to the bench, just like with his nail, trying to like do this to cut his lip to see, like, get a little bit of blood to show the ref. <laughs> and me and Max were just laughing at him, like, oh, you cheater, and everything. It was so funny. <laughs> Yeah, everybody he's does trying it, to get though. hurt to get a call that's the... everybody does it like everybody like if you're if like you have a cut in your lip like try to open it up just get some blood but that's insane yeah, i've never heard it. i've never heard that before hockey's crazy hockey's crazy like that but yeah what's your favorite part about hockey in general uh 
I feel like every every year, every team I play on, I get a new set of best friends. I think that's the best thing about it. Like, like I said before, I think Max is like, yeah, I'm never going to not talk to Max. Like, I'm going to go visit him in Sweden at some point. He's going to come back to the U.S., to the States and visit me. And he's always got a place to stay here if he wants to come. And I know I do over there yeah. in Sweden at his place. And uh, the best thing, it's just like just being around the guys for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have that. You got to have that environment because, I mean, you got to keep yourself entertained off the ice and, you know, just yeah. have that friendship. It's important. Yeah, we would we would all go to Caps games and everything. And our owner was so nice too. We won like a big game. And our coach was like just to motivate us. He was like, "Boys, if you win this game, we're gonna get you like a team Top Golf. Like all the we'll pay for like the team to go to Top Golf or something." Nice. Yeah. And our 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 owner, his son played on the lower team too. And he was like, he was like talking to his son. He was like, "What do the boys want to do?" And he's like, "Let's take him to a Caps game." So our owner bought us all tickets to the Caps game. Took both teams with our coaches and everything, we all sat together, watched the Caps game together and like just doing that kind of stuff. Like our owners really did a lot of team bonding for us too. Like there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that they helped us out with. And I couldn't have been more appreciative and happy about it as every other kid on our team could tell you. But yeah, just like that stuff. Like there's one thing to like schedule things like with your teammates and everything, but like, you know how teenagers are, like we can just yeah. like, be flaky. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, we, like, we forget, you know? Yeah, but like when our <laughs> owner, when our owner says like, you got free tickets to the Caps game with your whole team, like, yeah. That's you're you're awesome. going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like just that stuff, like it could have been, it could not have been more fun for me. I mean, other than winning the championship, but yeah. like I just awesome stuff. Just awesome. So how yeah. excited are you for the next chapter in college? I'm pretty pumped. I know some kids that uh uh played juniors here that go there and uh I'm excited. Uh yeah, for sure. They got a good team and uh they play in the same rank as the Buffalo Sabres practice in. Oh nice. And they got in a big stands and everything. It's a super nice rink and it's I'm gonna be living in like downtown Buffalo. It's where oh, the awesome. Is. Yeah, and I'm gonna be living in like a hockey house with all my new teammates. Can't we can't wait to meet them and it's gonna be awesome, yeah. That'll be a good experience for sure. Yeah, for sure. What's yeah, like yeah. one thing you want to like prove to everybody this year about your game while you're up there? Kind of just trying to like not to everybody prove it to myself uh, too. just get my shoulder healthy, just being the same player that I can be hoping it's not going to affect my game. I'm pretty confident in myself though. I mean, I played all year with a torn labrum, so pretty sure that I got a good training coach too. our, our coach. Uh, his name's Jonathan Susis. He was our trainer for our team too. And I, he's like a, role model to me great role model um he's really big into the training and he told me this summer that he's going to help me rehab uh, my shoulder and be like working hand in hand with my physical therapist so the, the stuff that like the program just does for their players it's just unreal but yeah but what are you going to be doing to rehab the shoulder like what like so physical, like i'm going to be doing physical therapy two to three times a week and then uh i'm going to be skating with my coach so my day-to-day -day throughout the week of the summer it's going to be four days a week i'm going to be waking up at like 7 a.m heading over to the rink skate at eight with all my buddies that i play with like i have so many friends that play at different places like playing canada playing colorado yeah they all come back for the summer and it's like the kids i grew up with so yeah, it's always fun. fun to do that and it's, it doesn't even feel like training and then we skate we'll get like 30 minutes to go shower in the locker rooms get our gym clothes on work out and i'm working out with the same guys and then i'm going to head over to physical therapy so i'm training from like 8 a.m to like two basically yeah four days a week and then i also work with uh all my buddies that play hockey with me at a golf course so then we're going to be heading over to work at a golf course so it's going to oh, be nice just, just so much fun this summer that'll yeah. be fun oh yeah 
What's one part of your game that you're trying to work on the most? Def- definitely the speed. Definitely the speed. I'm I'm pretty heavy, so definitely getting faster and everything for college. But yeah, I mean, just getting my shoulder healthy too. Just working on that. But speed, I would say, just getting that once quick, uh, one step quicker. For sure. When did you decide to commit? Say again. When did you decide to commit to Canisius? When? Yeah, when was that kind of? Uh, so I started talking to the coach right before playoffs. So I would say like March, like early March, late February. And basically the coach, he was super good about it. He was like, I want to make sure it's a good fit. And if it is, it's great. But if the money doesn't work out and it's too much, I understand. So he worked really hard with me and my parents and my family to like make sure like I could get into the college and get money to like go there and like live yeah. in Buffalo. Cause like living away could be really expensive. And he helped me with that. And our, my assistant coach, who is also the coach of George Mason, he wanted me to go to his school, but like, just like another thing about Patriots, it's like, he didn't want, he wanted me to go where I wanted to go. He didn't yeah. want to like force me to go to George Mason. So he gave me the guy's contact and that's how I got in touch with him. And he knew it. Uh, he knew that uh, I was going to go to George Mason originally, the coach that I'm now going to play for. And he was like, if it doesn't work out, I expect you to go play for uh, Alex Gross, which my assistant coach's name is. But yeah, like he didn't have any uh, remorse for me going to play in Canisius and everything. Help me get there. Help some other kids get there too. So yeah, just a great, great, great setup. I'm so excited. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's an exciting opportunity. I mean, oh, take yeah. advantage of it. Oh, yeah. It's it's going to be fun. I'm excited. And I already know some kids up in Canisius that are playing there, too. So it's not like I'm going in just, like, as a new face. Like, there's going to be some guys that know me and everything. And I'm going to take a trip up this summer and meet some guys that are, are local that play on the team, get to know them a little bit. So it should be a good transition. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that, get the early bonding kind of oh, for sure, yourself yeah. to teammates. It's always good. Yeah. Earlier, yeah, the better. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was well, there anything else you would like to say before I kind of close this out? Uh, just gotta give a shout out to Max. Just. Get <laughs> yeah. I don't. Know, I don't know if I should tell any stories about him, but might give him up. But that kid's a pretty <laughs> funny guy. I think of one real quick. Oh, I remember Max. We were in Florida, and uh, we had a game, and uh, our coach was like mad because they like. I think they were like in the lobby, just sitting, like all the Swedes, just having fun talking. And, like, we have, like, a team curfew at 11, and our coach was joking around with them. And he was like, oh, why aren't you guys in bed? And he was, like, joking with them the next day. He's like, if you guys don't play good, like, we're skating next practice because Ooh. you guys are in, in bed for curfew. And turns out all the Swedes, they woke up ready to play. Max had a hat trick. Our other uh, <laughs> Swedish kid, Jake, Jake had three assists on Max's three goals. And then we have another kid, Mare. Madre had like four assists too. And then our goalie played in Swedish and he had a shutout. Like it was just ridiculous. Like what? the way they turned it around so quickly. It's just like, you think like, like Max is one of those guys, like he's messing around a little bit, but like, he's always ready to play. And I'm the same way, but. Was that game yeah. in December in Florida? Yeah. 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 That was the game I was supposed to come to, but something came oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah. I was supposed to pull up because I oh, live like an hour away fun, from the arena. So. Yeah. That would I was going to, I was going to pull up. Oh, that would have been awesome, man. That would have been awesome. But yeah, yeah Max just, was like, yeah, we're playing down in Florida. And I'm like, oh, word. <laughs> yeah, the team we were playing, too, was a good team. Like, it was going to be a battle. I think it was, like, voted game of the weekend. Like, this, like, main event of, like, the showcase. Like, us playing them. I think we were playing the Tampa Bay team. Like, some jun- uh, the junior okay. Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, yeah, There's quite a the, few teams down here for juniors. Oh, yeah. The, so, I would say our division that we played in is definitely the strongest in the whole league. 
and we have like 80 teams in the league like all yeah over there's the so many teams so many man my goodness and, yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> but like our our division is always good and that's why i feel like Pats always had kind of a struggle like we would go up when we weren't out as good as we were this year like i remember two years ago we would go up to boston and play the boston teams and we'd like wipe them clean yeah and we would go back to our division and just like struggle but like the Florida division, they got some good teams. Like our, our I feel like division, Florida hockey's getting a little bit better. Oh, it's it's getting real good down there. It's like <laughs> a good, nice place to play too. Real warm weather. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. weird because like there's you wouldn't think hockey would be good down here, but it's starting to come around. Oh yeah, and I know some kids that played on uh, a Florida team and for playing juniors, and they sent me like a video of them like their day to day life. Like they would practice and be out of the rink at twelve, and they would all go to the beach. And I'd be yeah. like, yeah, you that go to the beach awesome. like right after practice. Yeah, like, who doesn't want to do that? Yeah, it's so sweet. But yeah, that sounds <laughs> awesome. But yeah, the Florida division's definitely like neck and neck with ours. I would say, but yeah, yeah, it's it's so cool to see like you know the game of hockey just grow because. I definitely wasn't like a big hockey person, like probably like mm-hmm. five years ago, but like now I just, just you, when you understand the game and you watch it more, it's just such a great sport. It's so entertaining oh, to watch. It's, it's electric. It's, it's like nothing else. I mean, I think the only sport that would compare to it, it's like lacrosse. It's just like on ice though. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's crazy. And hockey's better it. because it's on ice and there's yeah, so much going on. Because it's on ice. I played lacrosse <laughs> too. It's just so fun. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a big lacrosse person. I just, I can't get into it. It's just man, I, I was a goalie. I was crazy. I was a goalie in lacrosse in high school. Oh no way! Oh yeah, I, I feel like a lot of hockey lacrosse. guys play lacrosse at some point. Oh yeah, I mean, there's some uh, private schools around here in this area, like Bishop O'Connell. They're in Arlington, Virginia, and they have a really good lacrosse team and a really good hockey team. And I know kids that I train with that will like they have D1 offers for hockey and lacrosse. Like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, just they, they kind of goes hand in hand a little bit. Play. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. But it's yeah, so yeah. sick. Yeah, definitely, lacrosse definitely teaches you to keep that edge for the hockey season. It's another physical and tough sport, getting slashed all the time, but yeah. Yeah, and you don't wear that many padding, like, when you're playing oh, lacrosse. Yeah. Oh, goal, uh, I was a goalie. I wore, like, a chest protector and a helmet and gloves. That was it. And I would get pegged, like, right in the kneecap every <laughs> game. It was it was brutal. I remember one practice, our coach was like, all right, you guys got to stop. And I was a freshman on varsity and all these kids, like the seniors, like I remember <laughs> our starting attack, like lineup was all committed D1. And I was oh, in practice man. and they were just doing the shooting drill and I got hit in the head like five times. And I was like in a row and I was just like, coach, I need a break. And he's like, all right, yeah. everybody stop ripping on the goalie. Like, yeah, you're tapping yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, tapping out for sure. Yeah. Tough sport though. So fun though. Yeah. Dude, I appreciate you coming on, dude. This has been a this has been a fun conversation, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. I wish you luck uh, in college at Canisius. That's gonna be it's gonna be a good opportunity for you. I'm hyped. Thanks, man. It seems like you got a cool little podcast thing going on here. It's sweet. Keep it hey, up. If you come down to if you play in Florida, let me know and I'll uh, I'll come to the game. Where in Florida are you at? Um. Well, right now I'm gonna be in Orlando in like two weeks, so I'm moving mm-hmm. up there. So. Okay both named jackson jackson's the yeah that's sweet yeah <laughs> yeah max max uh, told me he's like his name's jackson too i was like perfect <laughs> yeah yeah easy yeah. easy to remember <laughs> yeah yeah all right well this has been jackson ryan from the potomac patriots and now he's going to canisius college um i appreciate you hopping on once again um but this has been another episode of the take podcast i'm your host jackson burleson and i thank you again yeah, yeah. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me nice I'm from another world, baby, yeah Broadway paradise 
They think I'm way too cold, cause I put my heart up on 